0: Root the weeds of the discomfort. Let your courage sprout. Fertilize your days with happiness and nourishment. By request, I'm chatting about kids and vegetables. For many years, I had a t-shirt for my son that said, Let us turn up the beet, as in all the vegetables. I had a matching shirt for myself, and every time my son would grow out of one size, I would order the next. It's been a few years since we've had that shirt, because now he's into choosing his own clothes, but it is amazing how many conversations started from that shirt that he would wear pretty much every other day back when I was the one choosing his outfits. Every month as a family we cuddle up on the couch and for example this is the month of April so we will look back at all the previous years of April photos. I found a super cute picture of Kai dressed up in a superhero mask and cape and wearing his let us turn up the beat shirt and it kind of just reminded me of all the different situations we were in that he would be wearing it and people comment or they would say like oh you should probably check with your mom first if they were trying to offer him a cupcake or something that clearly did not align with let us turn up the beat. Food is a big topic so we're going to dive right in. I think it starts from the beginning when we are pregnant and what we're eating and what our babies are getting And even if we're way past that stage, it's never too late in the game to create change. As parents, our children are never going to listen to what we say if we're not practicing it for ourselves. So the best way to get kids to eat lots of vegetables is to be a good example and for us to eat lots of vegetables. There are so many ways to get kids excited introduce new vegetables, explore ways to cook them, go to different restaurants and experience all the different cultures and how like we can eat at a restaurant, love that meal, and then how can we create it at home? No matter what stage you are in parenting and how old your kids are and your passion for wanting them to eat more vegetables, it all starts by digging in the dirt find a local organic farm you can go volunteer at, learn about soil, cover yourself in the soil with your hands, dig in the dirt, plant the seeds, learn about how they grow, how long it takes them to grow. If you can do your own garden, that's great. Find the connection that leads to appreciation for these vegetables and understanding how we are helping the earth and those seeds grow and then how those seeds turn into vegetables and then help our bodies. Every year for our son's birthday, he gets to choose two vegetables for that whole next year that he can say no thank you to. Everything else he has to try and has to eat, but look at it from a parent perspective of, I know my son will eat ketchup, tomato sauce, spaghetti sauce, He doesn't like the texture of actual tomatoes. So I'm not going to intentionally force him to eat that when we can make our own ketchup and he still loves it and he knows tomatoes are in there. So find ways of those vegetables that they don't like and like they're choosing those two, they're saying no thank you to, but maybe they want to choose like 10. Find other ways to cook those ones for them to explore that they actually do like them You just got to find how they like them. There's so many fun ideas you can do. Make it a family challenge. Get everyone involved, everyone in the kitchen. Take that vegetable no one likes and be like, how are we going to make this taste good? But also still nourish our body. So we're not just going to cover it in something else that we know is not going to nourish our body. We're going to figure out a way that we can enjoy this vegetable and make it still where it is helping our body. One of my friends used to bring me vegetables that they didn't enjoy, and they'd be like, Vanessa's going to find a way to make it taste good, and I'm going to learn from her. That it is awesome if you can come together with a friend that loves cooking, that's passionate about vegetables, and learn from them. It is so fun to turn on music, dance, make cooking, enjoyable and then also involve the kids there's so many learning opportunities from cooking and I still remember so like way way back when my son was the age for preschool and everyone was starting preschool and someone asked me like oh are you gonna enroll your son for preschool and I was like no I'm sorry like I I just can't do it like I'm not allowed to send my own food and the food they offer doesn't align for our family preferences. And she responded, You're gonna choose food over education. And I didn't I just let it go. And I said, Yeah, I guess I am. I didn't realize it until that moment. When later, like walking away and even years like later I'm looking at it, I'm like, food is a huge part of education. There's so many lessons you can learn from cooking, like a, besides nourishing your body, you can learn math, you can learn science, all these things that we all need to know how to cook, right? If you're in a space with your child or children where you don't feel they're eating enough vegetables or see the value in vegetables, go back to the beginning. Go plant something, dig in the dirt, harvest a radish straight from the earth and eat it like wipe off the dirt, eat it, those fresh vegetables straight from your hard work and seeing how much it takes to grow them creates a whole different perspective and appreciation. From there, come up with a family challenge. Invite them, ask them their questions like, okay, how do you think we could do better together as a family? Like, how could cooking become enjoyable? How could we take this vegetable? We have no idea even what it is and how could we make it amazing. For example, I am up to any challenge of how I can take a vegetable and create a meal from it. I have made vegan cheese from a butternut squash that people eat and they have no idea they're even eating vegan cheese. Making an alfredo sauce from a cauliflower. There are endless options. And I totally understand, like, recipes are overwhelming. I am not a recipe follower. I am a look at what I got and go with it kind of person. So if I look at a recipe and I don't have all the 10 other ingredients that they're asking me to get, I skip over it. So I am just like, I get the gist of it and go with it. If you're not that kind of person, read the recipes, know yourself and how you can thrive but make it a family affair where everyone is helping because then everyone is bringing their buy-in to it and they're going to be so much invested of, I want to try this. Look how hard we worked. If you are the type to follow recipes and cookbooks, i made a couple cookbooks now and reboot, kind of refresh programs That when I first was like telling my husband, I'm going to make a cookbook. And he was like, Vanessa, you don't measure anything. How are you going to make a cookbook? So I did put measurements on there. And it gives you a guideline to get started. From there, you learn your basic go-tos. If I'm cooking something, it usually has miso paste, nutritional yeast, garlic powder, sea salt. Like the real salt. And then I go from there and I'll add different things like, yeah, let's add bay leaves and turmeric and vegetable broth or coconut milk. My kitchen is very simple. I'm a minimalist. Don't keep a lot of things. I don't buy a spice for one recipe. Use the same things over and over. So it helps you learn these staples to have in your kitchen and then how to cook with them. My husband loves to go out to eat. And I'm okay with it because I have learned to look up farm-to-table restaurants and we go out and we get new ideas and you can take those ideas and then bring them back to your house. If you have been eating in fast food restaurants or restaurants that are probably not using the same ingredients that you wish to at home, you just need to reset your taste buds. My son is eight and has never had fast food ever in his life or many of the major chain restaurants. And I look at it as an accomplishment. I worked really hard to do that. And I have no judgment towards anyone that hasn't. But if you have been doing that, you need to reset. Your taste buds can change. But if the kids are so used to just those foods from fast food or a lot of the popular change where there's no vegetables whatsoever, And in a sense, they're addicted to those foods. We need to reset and bring them back because they're not going to actually taste vegetables and how well they can taste when that's what their taste buds are used to. Any restaurant you've been visiting and you couldn't honestly tell your child, yes, this is helping your body and helping the earth don't go to anymore. There are a lot of amazing restaurants out there And they need our help. And the more we support them, the more that are going to pop up. We're going to learn from them. We can go home, try new recipes. And then also, we can teach our children. So find an amazing Indian restaurant. Teach them about the spices that go into it. Find a Japanese restaurant. Teach them about the healing power of miso soup and seaweed. There are stories to be shared, so look them up and tell stories as you eat. Most importantly, when you're connecting with your food and with your children, leave the technology out. Put the phones aside. You can have music playing, but cook, be present, dance, smile, laugh, sit a table together, and connect. That's what food is all about. You're sharing a mail. Share a conversation. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram at Vanessa's Holistic Living. Send any requests for future episodes.